You are now listening to Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast, and I am your host, Jerrica Burns. Now, just in case this is your first time tuning in, first and foremost, thank you. Now, I do believe it is important for you to know that this is a community full of go-getters, go-getters who are self-motivated, resourceful, ambitious, and using our gifts and talents to serve out our communities and live out our very best lives. Now, periodically, we have our stuck in the struggle of life moments, but we are flexible and resilient, and eventually, we find a way to bounce back. Well, welcome back, go-getters. As always, I hope you are enjoying your week, growing and glowing beautifully into your most beautiful and full selves. Today, I want to talk about something that is special, to me at least, and that is the dynamics of female friendships and why sisterhood is so important. Now, on a previous episode, in case this is your first time listening to Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast, I openly mentioned the women who have inspired me, encouraged me, supported me throughout different segments of my life, including this journey as well, uh, creating a podcast and going back to school. I started to think, I'm not sure where I would be without these women. What triggered this episode is coming across a post about how women, quote unquote, don't deal with other women. And shout out to Kenny Simmons, who always shares inspirational posts and who also had a great deal to say on this topic. And I realized so do I. So I decided I would share some go-getter wisdom with you all to hopefully enlighten any of my female listeners who may be one of those women who, quote unquote, don't deal with other women. So first, let me say, I understand there is a such thing as being introverted, meaning you are not as social as the extroverted people who can talk to anyone about anything and love to go out and hang out and meet new people and so on. I get it. Fun fact about me, I like to consider myself both. Not every time you see me or speak to me, am I going to be eager to hold a conversation? Uh, most days I find myself avoiding social media, the news or anything else that I feel sends me down a rabbit hole of focusing on things that are not contributing to my personal development. Yet there are some days when I want to escape. So I may read a few articles, make a few phone calls or tune into the local news stations just to catch up. Moral to the story, I know when to plug and unplug. So I say all of that to say there are many different reasons that may influence our isolation. When it comes to female friendships, I've learned that when I hear women say, I don't really deal with other women, there's more there. So I challenge any woman listening to this right now to reflect and ask yourself, why is that? Do you have issues with your mother, grandmother, aunts, or aunt, depending on where you're from and your pronunciation? Um, or do you have an issue with a sister? Did this trauma carry into your young adult or adult life, causing you to have trust issues? Or you feel like women are inconsistent, unreliable, disappointing? What is it? How have you coped with this pain or disappointment? Do you address these concerns with the women? Or do you just shut them out? So here's my confession. I didn't really realize how much I had bottled up in me until I started focusing on me, like my mental health, my physical health, my relational health. And guess what? I'm still a work in progress. We are all still a work in progress and forever will be a work in progress because we are forever evolving. But during the time, I really started to see things clearer. And it was around my 30th birthday. I always tell other women, All the time. It was something about that time for me that just clicked 
And I felt like I hit a wall and I couldn't get any further unless I let go of the baggage that was holding me from dismantling this wall in front of me. It made a world of difference. And I began setting intentions specifically with my relationships, with my mother, my girlfriends, my sister, even my romantic relationships. I knew that if I was not well, none of those existing relationships would prosper. And I needed to forgive myself and the other women who may have done things I didn't agree with. So for example, my mother and I had such a rocky relationship growing up. And yes, I've mentioned that on previous episodes as well. But I mean, all we did was argue. And I can't even really remember much laughter, even though it's something we both have in common. We both love to laugh. However, I found refuge in some of my best friend's mothers and they kept me sane. So Miss Nita, Mrs. Johnson, and RIP to Miss Moore, Miss D, Miss Veronica, Miss LaShawn, Miss Joanne. Y'all, these are real women who helped raise me because I was friends with their daughters. Do you understand the power in that? How God worked that out for me? That none of my drama happened to me, but it happened for me. And I was able to develop these beautiful relationships with other mothers. My favorite part of the story is that I would have never imagined that years and years later, not only would I still be in relationship with my girlfriends, but my own mother and I could mend our relationship. And now we just set our boundaries and we don't have to crawl back into that toxic space. Now, let's be clear, because I know some of y'all may be confused and wondering, girl, what does this have to do with your mama? (laughs) And I want to say to anyone asking that question, it has everything to do with it, because this, my love, my beautiful woman, the mother daughter relationship is our first female relationship. It's with our mothers. So if our relationships with our mothers aren't where we would like it and we haven't really healed from that, it could be detrimental to our future female relationships and the ones that we're currently in. Now, the biggest thing I want to share with young women and all women is that in order to get to a place of truth, if you are experiencing female friendship instability that could, like I said, stem from our mother wound, is to work towards acceptance. Accepting that your mother, your grandmother, your aunt, whoever raised you is who they are. And you are who you are. And sometimes the two just won't be the same. But because you want to heal, because you want to be better in relationships, start asking questions. I started asking questions about how my mother grew up. Who was there to care for her? Because my mother lost her parents at very young ages. Yet she had plenty of siblings. 14 of them to be exact. And as she gets older, those memories are going to become faded. So as I got more from her, I started to realize why she didn't always get it right and why she was so overprotective and defensive. So who am I to hold that against her as if there's some parental manual laying about, right? So I carry this wisdom into my female relationships as well. All relationships require wisdom. They all require discernment. You have to be able to feel that thing out. So a couple of questions that I love from Almost 30 Podcasts concerning this very same topic were, number one, what are some common themes you experience in your female relationships? Identify the good and the bad. Do you find yourself looking for flaws? 
Do you find yourself jealous of a friend having other friends? Or what about those relationships do you appreciate? Is it the way you give to each other and are vulnerable with each other? Take some time and reflect on that. Number two, what are some things you would like to bring more of into that relationship? What does that look like? Do you want to spend more time? Maybe you want to give more. Number three, can you be your full authentic self in this relationship? Or do you have to be a mean girl? Or maybe you feel suffocated being quote unquote too nice. But just think about that for a minute. Can you be you with your girls? Number four, are you able to agree to disagree and still feel safe? Now, this is huge. Does everyone understand that a disagreement is not necessarily an argument. Now y'all know I'm big on communication, so this is a hot button for me. Another point, does everyone equally want each other to win without individual involvement? Like I can celebrate you and your win and it has nothing to do with me. I can be unconditionally happy for you because I see you trying your best and it has nothing to do with me. I really hope that that exists for you. And if not, take some time and reflect on that. Now let's address gossip. This is another elephant in the room because we know what happens, but we don't want to admit it. So here's my recommendation. Distance yourself from people who know everyone's business. Something I realized is that these types of people are sometimes very close, almost too close to us. They create a safe space for conversation. They are dependable. They're reliable. They're very giving, but they know too much and they say too much. This is where you can say, hey girl, is this a vent? Or what are we doing here? Is this something that's affecting you personally? And I only say that because that's really the only way we should be discussing someone else who isn't there. Because you have a conflict and you are seeking wise counsel. Other than that, it's just not healthy. The way I felt after those gossip-like conversations is very unfulfilled. And I'm like, what did that have to do with me? How was that serving me? So I've reassured myself moving forward. It's just not happening in my company. Unfortunately, years ago, I've even had to end a relationship due to realizing it's just too much. And once my name gets caught up in drama, I definitely have to go. I just don't do drama, y'all. It's exhausting. So ask yourself, why are you telling me about this person's breakup and what that person blah, blah, blah? I just don't care. (laughs) So that's what I want to recommend for those of you who are like me and uninspired by these types of conversations. Do not shrink yourself by listening. Let them know you don't care and keep it moving. Ultimately, I just want to encourage all women to do an inventory of your sister circles. Yes, we need sisterhood, but we need the healthy version of that. And that starts with (laughs) Y-O-U. So the moral to the story is, if you've always found yourself in some bout or in a verbal altercation, some sort of disagreement with another woman, take some time and reflect. Even if there's no resolution, there could still be something valuable to learn about yourself and about that other woman. Through learning, you will develop the emotional intelligence needed to keep you from carrying the grief and the trauma into new female relationships, whether it be at work, in business, and family, or in our neighborhoods. Check in with yourself. Don't be another woman who doesn't deal with other women. 
Well, guys, that concludes this episode of Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast. If we are not connected on social media, please feel free to connect with me at Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast on both Facebook and Instagram. If you have any questions about this podcast or any future episodes, feel free to email me at hello at confessionsemail.com. I look forward to our next time together, y'all. Y'all have a beautiful and wonderful, glorious week. Until next time. Confessions of a Go-Getter podcast.